0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Passing Downs Podcast. I'm your host, Rahul Padi, and I'm here with my co-host, PD. PD, so what's up? What's up? And today we're back with our finally final QB Room episode. This has been a long journey. If you guys haven't checked them out already, please check out the other episodes. Today we're going to be talking about QB1. I think if you guys have been following along, or even if you haven't and you're just here... I think we all know who this is, but before I jump into that, just a quick shout out to our socials. Follow us at PD34 underscore at Real Rahul potty 2 We'd appreciate that a lot. Also, like, follow, subscribe, do what you got to do <clears throat> on whatever platform you're watching. Uh, we'd appreciate that a lot as well. And with that being said, let's get into the one and only Patrick Mahomes, my goat, some would say. Uh, you want to yeah. get us started off, PD?
1: Yeah, let's get started on Patrick Mahomes. So right off the bat, um, I think he is one of the stronger consensus QB1s um, that we've had at any point in time. The combination of his ability as a player and the team success, um, he has amassed a a reputation that is um, pretty much flawless at this point, um, I would say. Only a couple of hiccups here and there in his career. And he's off to maybe the fastest start in NFL history for a player at his position, Um, quickly making him on track to be one of the great players of all time. This is not controversial stuff. Everyone thinks this, um, which is amazing because there's usually um, a large amount of controversy surrounding a player of his success. But to actually get into his game, um, he is very accurate, um, solidly above average, has one of the more powerful arms in the league, not quite as powerful as it was in maybe 2017 or 2018, but still definitely good enough and in terms of arm talent, when combining things like flexibility and touch and, and all those things, um, he would be my number one in terms of arm talent. Um, I know I was very, very high on Josh Allen, but the things that Mahomes can do in terms of preserving his velocity when going on the run, um, throwing sidearm, um, changing his launch angle to fit different types of throws, it's, it's truly special. Um, one of the or gifted arms in the history of the NFL when you combine all of those things together. Um, And as a decision maker, in terms of knowing when to be aggressive and put the ball in harm's way um, or have a chance to put the ball in harm's way versus making a big play. um, I would also say Mahomes is the best in that category. Um, He has his foot on the gas pedal when he needs to have his foot on the gas pedal. um, And he does a decent job of taking it off. um, Although there are some hiccups there that we'll discuss this year. Um, I, I still think that, The value of being aggressive when you need to be aggressive like I've mentioned in past episodes is much more important than knowing when to take your foot off the gas pedal and um, he is definitely aggressive when he needs to be aggressive he also has unbelievable spatial awareness some of the very best in NFL history for his position Um, he has an incredible feel for what's going on um, with the defensive line around him as well as defenders and coverage Um, and that allows him to just kind of do whatever he wants behind the line of scrimmage, largely not being punished for it. Has one of the lower sack rates in the league. Um, but one thing I will say, as the one flaw to his game, um, is is a subset of the way that he handles pressure. Um, when he does get pressured, it's more often than not his fault. He's, he's quick to bail from pockets at times. Um, and when he does take a sack, it's usually his fault. So um, that, this is kind of the expensive or of his um, big play generation. He um, does take a few interceptions and he does take a few sacks where they're his fault. And um, he could maybe do better to avoid them going into next year, but these are all really nitpicky stuff and stuff that separates him from the greatest ever, right? Um, It's not stuff that holds him back from being the number one quarterback in the league. Um, And I mentioned a number of these traits that are up there near the greatest of all time or something of that ilk. Um, And all of that put together is what makes him the number one quarterback on my list.
0: Yeah, with him being number one on my list, I absolutely agree with a lot of what you said. And the place I want to start is you saying he's kind of been the most unanimous quarterback we've had in a while. I always found that very interesting because we did just come from an era of extremely dominant quarterbacks, whether it's Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And I think since they kind of overlapped, we never really had a as big of a general consensus as we have now. And I think both of us agree that like Mahomes isn't necessarily as untouchable as NFL fans have kind of made it seem since he came out and broke out in 26, 2018. But I do find it very, very fascinating like how universally people agree with him. I don't know whether it's his play style or his personality, but it has been really intriguing to me how much people just love Mahomes and I've kind of agreed at him at number one without much debate to be honest uh, but that's a topic for another conversation getting to his game I also agreed with pretty much everything you said I think what absolutely separates him by far as the best quarterback in the league and to me we saw that last year is kind of just his feel and knack for making plays no matter who's around him I think early on in his career you absolutely could have drawn the conclusion, like, yeah, he does have a guy in Tyreek Hill, who not only is one of the fastest receivers in the league, but also a very underrated route runner, separator. And he has arguably the best player of all time at his position in Travis Kelsey. And given that system, that does make things a lot easier for someone like him to operate. Uh but something that I really liked about him in the last year is he completely had to tweak his game without Tyreek Hill. I think that absolutely took away a huge part of that Chiefs offense the deep play kind of ability of the offense dropped significantly. And yeah, he still had Travis Kelsey, who's an amazing player and absolutely a huge engine to this offense. But to me, he just simply did not have the same level of talent around him whatsoever. I think aside from Kelsey, everyone else, I wasn't really too fond of. And he was still able to completely tweak his game, be very versatile and make it work. We've seen him be the kind of guy who takes shots all game long and just kills teams deep play after play with just amazing throws. But last year we saw him really break down defenses, go underneath, uh, hit quick throws, attack deep when it's necessary and like when he senses that the defenses have kind of creeped in to stop what he's going on, and then he would bomb them. We saw him kinda do something we've never really seen him do before, which is just read defenses really. And I remember back in twenty eighteen Mahomes was talking about how like he had the seat season and he didn't even learn how to read defenses yet, which was absolutely incredible. It's something quarterbacks can't do While being able to read defenses, let alone when they couldn't. So to me, that was spectacular. And then getting into obviously his physical characteristics, he's got decent enough size to be quarterback. He's got, I also agree, the best arm talent in the league. When you're talking about maybe pure velocity and pure just strength in the arm, I would probably go Allen Allen but when we talk about the versatility of his arm the touch the flexibility flexibility of it in terms of putting in a different arm angles and launch angles in terms of where he gets rid of the ball the quickness of the release just his arm talent is just Impactable, and I think one thing that's been underrated about his game kind of similar to what we've talked about with Allen, is I think he's significantly improved accuracy wise as well over the past couple of years uh, I think his accuracy still isn't one of the best in the league but right now it's creeped up to above average where he is making a lot of those tight window throws he's getting it to people in a lot closer coverage than he was in years prior uh, his mobility has always been very very high Obviously, earlier in his year when he was a little bit younger and same with his arm talent, it was a little bit better. But now it's still while he's still in his athletic prime, still really, really good Uh, uh, in terms of just overall ability. I think by far he's been the best quarterback in the league last year for sure. And to me, I guess, even though I don't think on a year by year basis, he's been the best quarterback in the league. Every year since he's been there, I think in the time period since he's been here, he's just in general been the best in that period if you averaged out all the seasons. So very, very impressive year from him last year. And I guess we can just jump right into that.
1: All right, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes in week one against Arizona on the road. Um, This was a very, very good performance. Now, I don't think it was quite as good as the box score would say uh, because there is a dropped interception into the end zone, which is pretty rough um and there was a lot of screening um in this game a lot of screens um and they just absolutely sliced up the cardinals defense Uh, but it was a pretty clean game other than that um, and he was able to make a number of very impressive throws down the field there's a there's there's one in a tight window over the middle to travis kelsey deep down the field that was particularly impressive one of his better throws of the year i think um and yeah i I, i'm willing to call this one um a good game despite the fact or a very good game despite the fact that there is a turnover-worthy play in there that I didn't think the box score captured.
0: Uh, I guess for me, this game was ranked a little bit higher than that. To me, this uh, this game was probably in the elite category. And I think he did have that turnover-worthy play you mentioned, but to me, I think he did more than enough the rest of the game to make up for it and kind of just be incredible overall. I think one thing I, I said is not his best characteristic in general is accuracy and I feel like in this game he was very very much accurate Uh, one of the more accurate games I've seen this early on from him because he seems to me like a rhythm type of quarterback that that kind of improves as the season goes on and in this season he kind of came out last lights out that way maybe as a result of his prior season which we didn't really talk about but 2021 was a little bit of a letdown so for me to see him come out this hot was very impressive. I also thought he was very, very aggressive. And the Cardinals did a really good job of making it easy for him to be aggressive because they weren't particularly, like, defending any of his receivers. This wasn't a Mahomes masterclass in terms of putting the ball in the right places, ball control-wise and ball placement-wise. But he had guys wide open all day, and he was hitting them on target, on in stride, making this offense function very well. Uh, we mentioned the problem he has with bailing pockets, but in this game with no real pressure, he didn't really take he didn't take any sacks. I felt like he was fantastic in that regard as well. Uh, to me, with the only that one mistake and the kind of abundance of big plays he made, I would put this as an elite game.
1: All right, moving on to the next one against the Chargers. So <laughs> this one, um, we are beaming defenders in the face, and they're not catching the ball. Um, three plays not captured by the box core, but he does supplement it with a number of explosives down the field. Um, so I am going to bring this one up to average, but um, three plays, none of them showing up in the box core. Um, that does drop it from what the box crew would say is a very efficient game, but I didn't think so entirely.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would agree with you for the m- most part there, actually. I also thought this game kind of lies on paper, basically, because of those turnover-worthy plays. To me, I didn't have three. I only had two in this one, Uh, so it drops it down for me a bit, Uh, but I still think there was a lot of good he did in this game that kind of counteracts it for me. Uh, He, once again, was pretty accurate in this one, Uh, did a good job of spreading the ball out, which I did say was something kind of a point of emphasis in the season for him. With Hill being gone, there were a lot of games where it was really just Kelsey games, but If it wasn't a dominant performance from Kelsey, which would happen in these Chargers games when he's got someone like Derwin James over him, uh, Mahomes had to do the kind of make a switch and switch up the way he plays to spread it out, get rid of the ball quick and kind of slice and dice defenses in that way. And I think he did a good job of changing his play style to do that in this game. Uh, I also think with a pretty aggressive pass rush that the Chargers had, he did a good job of. Avoiding pressure for the most part, only took one sack in this one. uh. And in general, aside from those few plays where he did put the ball in harm's way, I thought he was pretty flawless the rest of the game. And obviously t- two uh, turnover-worthy plays will take away from it quite a bit. I'd say this was a slightly above average game for me. Uh, I still think it was on the positive side, but definitely could have been much better if he was more clean by not throwing the ball into harm's way and kind of just getting lucky.
1: All right, moving on to the next one. So the box score says this one was his maybe worst game of the year, one of his worst games. Um, I thought this one was better than the box score would indicate. He has a number of throwaways and drops that would hurt his completion percentage, Um, and he doesn't put the ball in harm's way despite the fact that that interception happened late in the game. Um, I didn't think that was his fault makes a couple of explosive plays down the field, um, only takes one sack. So I thought this one was a pretty clean game. Um, I think you might disagree, but um, I thought this one was decently above average.
0: Yeah, I actually do disagree on this one a little bit to me. uh, This was a little bit, I guess, closer to what the box score would indicate in this one. And I think the biggest reason for that for me was just his accuracy and overall kind of making mistakes down the stretch I think the last two games he came out very hot accuracy wise Uh, this game not so much and I think that's what killed a lot of their drives especially just early on I thought there were too many drives where he was just missing guys in the dirt uh, in a couple of drives high and it was against the defense like yeah this Colts front seven was solid in this one but honestly I wasn't too fond of their secondary this year I do think uh, the Chiefs' uh, offensive players were getting a good amount of separation, and we see that in even what did happen. There were big plays to guys like Juju. He was kind of slicing and dicing in the intermediate range of the field with guys like Kelsey, MVS, even like quick passes to C.H. Noah Gray, but and I will give him the fact that there were a lot of fumbles in this one that also at which none of which were him. And that kind of also messed up the flow of this game. But to me, that pick at towards the end of the game, I would say was more his fault than like completely not his fault. I think in that situation, that just wasn't the right play to make. And obviously it costing them. Uh, what, uh That adds to kind of the, Issue with that interception for me. Uh, I'd say this wasn't very above average. I'd have this game as either average or slightly above. Uh, To me, this was kind of on the lower end of games for me. I might even push to say this was his worst game of the year.
1: All right, moving on to the next one against Tampa Bay. This one I thought he was pretty much elite. Um, There's a few hiccups here with the ball placement that I would like to bring up um, and then he does take three sacks which wasn't ideal but a number of explosive plays in this one and despite the pick I thought he was doing well more than enough being extremely aggressive down the field um, also as one of the more impressive displays of flexibility of the year where he's sprinting full speed to the right and kind of flips it um, into the end zone for a touchdown really impressive play there so yeah I was very very impressed with his performance I thought he played a fantastic game
0: yeah, I completely agree with you there. This game was absolutely incredible uh, in my eyes. I thought he kind of got back to the accuracy levels we saw out of him those first two games. To me, the kind of box score here with the completion percentage lies a little bit because there were a couple of drops and uh, stuff here and there that makes it look a bit worse than before. But I do think this game was very much... Uh, an accurate game from him like PD mentioned we saw the I guess you could call Mahomes magic in terms of some of those play- playmaking type of plays he made in this one particularly the one where he's uh, going down the sideline and like PD mentioned kind of just flips it into the end zone uh, I remember kind of going over this game when we were doing our week-by-week analysis during the season and that game was kind of the first where I felt like Mahomes as we know him, was back because those are the types of plays that really only Mahomes, in my opinion, can make in this entire league. And he we, he just had so many of those in this game that kind of blew me away. Uh, I also felt like that interception wasn't really his fault. Uh, I would fault him a little bit for those sacks. I feel like he was under pressure and duress a lot, and that's why he took those many sacks. Uh, and part of it was the Bucks defense just being aggressive, but I do think he bailed from the pocket a little bit too much from time to time in this one. Maybe that does have to do with the fact that he needed to be a little more aggressive in this game because the Bucks are scoring a lot and he needed to kind of match that, uh, with the amount he was doing, but overall, not too many mistakes in this one and a lot of, a lot of good. So great game for me.
1: All right, moving on to the next one against the Raiders um this one they kept the ball a lot closer to the line of scrimmage so that kind of puts a little bit of a ceiling on how how good he can be on a per play basis for me but um I thought he was very very efficient didn't put the ball in harm's way did take three sacks so that's going to cut into it a little bit but this was a very very good game um from a ball protection standpoint and he does make a couple of explosive plays to help in that department so I thought this was a very good game but the thing that's holding me back from calling it elite is because of how many checkdowns and shorter passes that there were?
0: Uh, I guess this is kind of where we defer on this game. And I'm also all for, like, having huge plays. And I understand the kind of, like, the give and take of going short versus going deep. But for me, the reason Mahomes was kind of forced into the role that he was given in this Raiders game was because, obviously, with this being a divisional matchup, this Raiders team is very familiar with this Chiefs team. And I feel like they've been torched so many times by Mahomes that they kind of made a conscious effort in this one saying, oh, we're not going to pressure him as much as we, sh- we should. We're just going to drop back and kind of just let him do what he wants underneath and make it work. And he came in and did exactly that. The Raiders challenged him to beat him underneath slice and dice them, not really go deep and still be efficient, kind of beat him, beat them in a game manager plus kind of role. And he did absolutely that and more. I think even though they were challenging him to go short, he was still able to stay aggressive and, go deep and keep the defense guessing while, like you said, being incredibly clean, being incredibly safe with the ball, didn't really make any mistakes in terms of fumbles or throwing the ball in harm's way. We got a lot of successful drives, including one to win them the game, essentially. Uh, And I do agree that the sacks would, uh, I do put at fault with him. Uh, I think even the Raiders are very, very much light with the pass rush. And that came from him kind of just running outside of uh, the pocket and doing too much. But aside from those couple of mistakes, I thought he was flawless the rest of the game. To me, this game is elite, even though he didn't have necessarily your highlight plays because he didn't really have the choice to do those things. It it was kind of out of his control. All
1: right, moving on to the next one against Buffalo. So there are some hiccups in this game, and they were very, very well covered on national TV. Um, but I thought this game was a little poorly covered overall. Um, I thought Mahomes generated a number of explosives in this one that were very impressive. He does have two turnover-worthy plays and one particularly terrible one at the end of the game to lose in the game, basically. Um, but I, I just thought there were so many moments of positive in this one. Um, he does take three sacks and was under a ton of pressure that he did create. But like I keep coming back to um, a number of positives in this one that kept the Chiefs in the game, essentially, um, when the team wasn't playing that well. So um, I actually thought this one was slightly above average, despite the fact that he threw a pretty horrible interception to end the game. So Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, honestly, surprisingly enough, I agree with you because I thought you would be a little bit harsher on this game, kind of like how the majority of the media is on this one. I remember this game got a lot of coverage because of particularly that last uh, pick you talk about where uh, I guess at face value on paper, Mahomes quote unquote threw the game away. But I also felt like this was kind of just a great performance between two quarterbacks going back and forth. And both of them played well in this one. Mahomes I'd also think played very good. And I also agree. It was because he even though there was that mistake, he did make up for it with a lot of splash plays in this one. Uh, going deep time and time again, we saw plenty of deep shots uh, throughout this. And even outside of that, I thought he was pretty accurate. Uh, I think the completion percentage lies a little bit again. I would probably say it was a little bit more accurate than that. I think even though the Bills were kind of sending people his way all day long, he was doing a good job of avoiding... <laughs> Uh, and he did take three sacks in this one, which once again, I think in in previous games, it was more him bailing the pocket. In this one, I just think it was the Bills defensive line being incredible and getting to him. There it wasn't much he could do there. Uh, that pick at the end, I thought the first pick wasn't really his fault. That pick at the end will take away from me a lot especially given the situation to me that's always going to be huge no matter who the quarterback is so that falls makes this game fall to a good performance so we agreed there but i was very surprised with how the media treated this because he does do a lot of good in this game
1: all right moving on to the next one so um this one he lights the box score absolutely on fire um i think this one was a little bit worse than the box score would indicate but he still played really really well um Puts the ball in harm's way twice with a fumble and a pick, um, or interceptable pass. And other than that, it's just basically lights out. So, um, yeah, just depending on how you value those turnover-worthy plays, I thought the fumble was kind of bad, um, and the, uh, interceptable pass was kind of bad, but not, not the worst thing I've ever seen, um. He, he played well for the strength of the defense that he was going up against. Um, so if you want to curve a little bit for that, that's fine too. Um, I thought overall this one was a very, very good performance, but um, those turnover plays are stopping me from saying this was elite. Uh,
0: To me, I do disagree with you on this one. As someone who was a Niners or is a Niners fan and saw all of our games last year, I did not see a single person in probably the last couple of years absolutely dismantle our defense the way Mahomes did in this one and to me I do absolutely slant for the strength of defense in this one because I could count on my fingers how many teams had good games versus the Niners' defense even flashing back to the Hurts episode for a second where they played in literally the championship game the Niners' defense did an incredible job of Hurts and one thing they do a very good job of is being able to get pressure without having to send extra linebackers. That way they can drop so many people back and account for all the problems. Uh, But one thing that Mahomes just has a knack for doing that the Niners had just no chance of stopping was even with pressure in his face and even with coverage all over the place, he is still able to slice and dice defenses like nobody else can. And even with us dropping everybody back, he's still able to just take deep shots on this defense uh, without us really having a a, a way to combat that. I thought he was incredibly accurate in this one. To me, I thought he was almost 100% accuracy in this one, and it really came down to a couple of misses. Uh, uh, And that first pick to start the game, I thought that was pretty bad on his part uh that was probably one of his worser picks on the season he kind of threw directly to Fred Warner uh but the fumble I wouldn't really say was his fault it was kind of just a misfortune with where the ball was placed and aside from that it was just play after play where he torched this defense whether it was long whether it was short uh the Niners defense had no kind of stop for what he was doing he steamrolled what I'd say was maybe arguably the best defense in the league last year. If you take the whole season in comparisons and this is what solidified him as QB one kind of unchanging for the rest of the season for me. Uh, so yeah, elite performance for me, incredible game.
1: All right, moving on to the next one coming out of the bye. Um this was one of the more impressive play or displays of shouldering the volume of the offense that I saw all year Um 68 pass attempts, 78 dropbacks, a ton of scrambles. Um, this was this was definitely something to behold. Um, now the efficiency there, not exactly the most appealing thing, but I think the Titans' defense was spectacular in this one, and they really really bothered the Chiefs' offense overall. Um, Holmes was under a ton of pressure, ended up taking four sacks, but I didn't think all of them were his fault. Um, he was just kind of running around all over the place, and this is the kind of thing that like we'll reference again at the end of the show. Um, But these are the games where his floor-raising ability really, really shines. Um, Entire offense doesn't show up to play. He still puts in a good performance, extremely impressive as a rusher throughout the game. To win them the game, he goes and runs for a touchdown with his legs. Um, Even if the passing wasn't the most efficient thing and it was just very good, um, I thought combining that with the rushing um, and the volume of this game puts it at a really, really good performance.
0: Yeah, I agree with you for the most part there because for me, this was another one of those games from the Chiefs where it was pretty clear what the opposing defense was doing to them. Honestly, daring Mahomes to not go deep and really chunk his way downfield. And he did exactly that. And kind of like how you mentioned, this was a very massive, massive volume game for Mahomes because of, quite frankly, this... Uh, rushing game wasn't going anywhere. The only uh, rushing attack they did have was from Mahomes, who was Quite frankly, pretty good in this one. Had a lot of big uh, first down pickups, a touchdown as well, which was huge for them. He was very impactful this game in the rushing game and in the passing game as well, despite maybe not as good accuracy. It was because he was really, really aggressive in this one. And it wasn't aggressive in the sense with him attacking downfield, uh, really trying to make highlight plays going. Uh, down the field but it was more him being aggressive with the throws he was making in tight windows getting the ball out fast because like kind of how you were mentioning the Titans did a good job of sticking to all of the guys on this uh, Chiefs team except for maybe Travis Kelsey and Mahomes really had to just fire it in there short to a lot of this these guys and he was able to Slice and dice this Titans defense with short passes to all his receivers. He was spreading the ball all over the place. This wasn't really a Kelsey game. And of because of how he was able to create so many yards, I mean, f- nearly 450 in this one. That's incredible, and when you include another 63 and a touchdown rushing, it's just incredible volume game from him. The only thing that keeps this from being maybe a really, really good or elite-tier game is the mistakes. I thought that interception he made early in the second half really wasn't his best. I also thought the four sacks he took were kind of him bailing the pocket, trying to do a bit too much. But overall, still a really great game for me, but the mistakes bring it down a little bit.
1: All right, moving on to the next one, this one against Jacksonville, and I thought this was his best game of the year. Um, that might be surprising to some people, but just the efficiency in this one combined with the fact that the receivers were dropping a number of passes and he completed 74% of his passes, it's just incredibly impressive to me. does have the turnover-worthy play in there with the interception, but there's just so, so, so many positives in this game um, that he's generating to make up for that. Um Takes zero sacks, so that adds to a little bit of the clean performance thing. Um, So extremely hyper-accurate, takes no sacks, doesn't do too much bailing from the pocket, I didn't think, and only the one turnover they play. If you didn't have that turnover they play, I would be campaigning for this as the best game of the year, but um, as it stands, I can only call this a super, super elite game and one of the best games of the year. So yeah, I was extremely impressed with this performance.
0: Yeah, I I have to agree with you, Day. I, I may not go as far as saying this was his best game of the year, but I did think he was absolutely incredible in this one. Pretty much every aspect he needed to be, he was really, really good in this one. Uh, We go back to kind of the thing I was talking about this year as a theme of him as a whole is the accuracy. He was absolutely incredible accuracy-wise in this one. Was pretty much, uh I'd say, lights out in this one compared to, a lot of his other games that we've seen in terms of being aggressive. He was going deep as we, we we've we seen him in other games, but he was also slicing and dicing underneath uh it, And this was one of those rare chiefs games where the run game was working very well as, as two, especially after that previous game where he was pretty much the only rushing attack. It was refreshing here. And he did a fantastic job of the play action, which, We don't really see him do too much because they're not really a rush-heavy team. But in this one, he did a good job of that as well. He did a good job of spreading the ball out in general because this was another one of those games where it wasn't Kelsey taking over. And the Jags were kind of leaving people open all over the place so he did a good job with that as well uh he did have that one interception which takes away from his game a little bit but with no sacks no fumbles and him kind of being amazing in every other aspect this has to be an elite game for me
1: all right moving on to the next one up against the chargers this one in prime time and Mahomes was very very good in this one um, completion percentage lagging a little bit behind because he was missing a few throws. Most notably, there was one at the goal line where he just threw it in the ground, so that was a pretty rough play. Uh, but aside from that, he was his synergy with Kelsey in this one was fantastic. Um, he was he was aggressive, pushing ball down the field. A few really really impressive tight window throws. Um, only took one sack, so another very very good game because of his ability to um, generate positives. And I didn't think he put the ball in harm's way.
0: Yeah, I love that you said the synergy with Kelsey in this one because Kelsey went absolutely crazy in this game. And I think a big part of his performance was him just getting wide open all day. I think he did a much better job overall with his game plan going into this one than the first Chargers matchup where he wasn't as impactful, but absolutely it had also had to do with Mahomes just kind of firing it to, uh, into him over the middle consistently time and time again. And he was getting it in spots where he would also be able to turn up field and, you know, do the Kelsey magic we expect. So he was absolutely incredible there. I also agree with you that the accuracy level dropped a little bit in this one, but still a very, very serviceable amount. And even with the Kelsey dominance, he did still did a fantastic job of hitting other guys. There are a couple of people who he was just simply taking deep shots to, like guys like Justin Watson, Sky Moore, even like a Jody Fortson. There were a lot of more deep plays in this one, and this reminded me more of a traditional Mahomes game where he wasn't as accurate, but he made so many deep plays in the completions he did make that he was just incredibly impactful. And I also thought he did a fantastic job of not taking sacks. He did have the one, but that was more... Uh, so not his fault. I'd say he also didn't put the ball in harm's way or, uh, I, I believe he did have a fumble, uh, but it wasn't, there were no turnover where, uh, where throws in this one. So with the amount of positives he made, the little negatives did not take away from it. It was an elite game for me.
1: All right, moving on to the next one, this one against the Rams, this one, another very good performance. So just put the ball in harm's way for an interceptable pass in this one and i think the completion percentage is lying again because uh, he has a number of throwaways in this one um does have um, a couple of drops here and there um uh, but again no sacks in this one um did a great job managing whatever pressure came his way even if some of it was caused by him and again a number of explosives down the field generating a ton of positives so i think he did well more than enough to make up for that turn of worthy play and i would call this a very very good performance
0: Yeah, actually, I'm on the same page as you completely with this. A very, very good performance for me. And it was that uh, interception that ended up taking away from this here. Uh, I also thought he was really accurate in this one again. Uh, A couple of incompletions here and there as well as like you mentioned the throwaways do bring his numbers on paper down but aside from that he was very accurate all day and we once again saw him just spread the ball out plenty I feel like this was another one of those games where the Rams knew they were overmatched by this. Very, very much high-powered Chiefs offense, and they didn't have an answer straight up, so they decided to dare them to throw underneath, and Mahomes did exactly that, very similar to that Raiders day game where he just sliced and diced his defense in the intermediate range of the field. There wasn't one guy he was going to which made this a very, very unpredictable game. I think he did struggle a little bit in this game, finding Kelsey as much as he normally would. And that's part of the reason he spread the ball out more. It was a lot of inaccuracies to him. And I think it's because the Rams were just either doubling him or making sure that Kelsey's life was hard. Uh, but despite that, he was able to find his guys consistently, make very good offense, get obviously a ton of yardage in this game once again. And if we look at these last stretch of five, six games, incredible amount of yards from Mahomes, even in games where we may see, say, he's not as efficient or whatnot, he's still consistently producing. A ton of offense week in, week out, which is very impressive. But, yeah, to me, the interception brings this game just to very good. It would have been elite if not for that.
1: All right, moving on to the next one, this one at Cincinnati, and I think this one was covered um, a little poorly. Um, I thought Mahomes was kind of mediocre in this one, but it the media probably made it look like he was really bad. Um does have a turnover play that doesn't show up in the box score. And his management of pressure was a little hiccupy at times for me in this one. Had a ton of throwaways, and th- these weren't really entirely caused by um, the Chiefs receivers just being completely clamped up. Um, I think Mahomes was missing a few passes here and there down the field. Um, he was really aggressive in this one, so that's uh, a big add. Um, and he was making some explosives, but the consistency of the offense down the stretch was just not really there hot start, cold finish, Um, that kind of ended up with kind of average to slightly above average performance for me for Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I remember us talking about this a little bit in the Burrow episode uh, just recently, but this obviously fell completely on Mahomes, and this was kind of the peak of the whole Burrow over Mahomes agenda because it was the third game in a row where The Chiefs had it in the bag. They were dominating in the first half, and they simply couldn't finish the game off. And I think this game, much less than the other Bengals-Chiefs games, uh, it was much less Mahomes' fault. However, it did still kind of fall upon him. And for that reason, I would also agree with you that he was more of mediocre here. And absolutely, the media portrayed this as Mahomes' fault, Mahomes being bad. I think that's kind of always the case when you have these big games. We're just talking about it with Allen, you have it with Burrow. Uh, When they lose these big games, it does fall upon the quarterback in the media's eyes. But I would agree with you that it wasn't all his fault, and he wasn't all that bad. Mainly because of, I'd say, those first—not even just the first half, but the first three quarters—for me, uh, I'd say Mahomes was pretty damn good in those the those portions of the game. He was pretty accurate, not really making any of them uh, any mistakes. Uh, he, even though the Bengals are bringing him a lot of pressure and yeah, he did take two sacks, but I think he should have taken a lot more in this game with the amount of pressure he was in. And I thought it was honestly a win to just have two sacks there, uh, for me, where it falls apart and it has for Mahomes in the past versus his Bengals team is the fourth quarter where he just seemed out of sync for whatever reason. There were a lot of passes missed. Uh, it, it kind of just ruined their momentum for the rest of the game and they weren't able to get anything going in that fourth quarter. And ultimately when uh, the Bengals are so good offensively, they put together a couple of drives in that one and that lost them this game. Uh, For me, it was, and it wasn't really any problem with him not being aggressive, really a mental issue. It's just for whatever reason in that final quarter of the game or quarter and a half of the game, uh, Mahomes' accuracy dipped significantly. And for me, that brings this game to a mediocre average type of game
1: all right moving on to the next one this one at denver i thought this one was his only bad game of the like truly like solidly below average game of the year and he was just like it was just truly just because of the turnover he plays there were some um impressive explosive plays early on in this game where there's one that i got i thought got too much attention um he was running full speed and just chucked it underhand um for a touchdown but um like beyond that not too many explosives down the field and a number of turnover plays with multiple of the interceptions being on him um and then also not really the greatest handling of pressure and the accuracy wasn't um, as clean as it was at other points during the year so i thought this game was um, a bunch of mistakes not enough uh big plays to overcome it um and it was the only game of the year that i thought he truly played below average
0: yeah, I'll have to agree with you there to a T. I thought this was also pretty much his only bad game of the year. And when we look at games like maybe that Colts one earlier in the year or even the just the week before the Chargers game in the year, for us, or I guess in at least I'll speak for me, in my eyes those were not good games necessarily, but when you put it under the context of Mahomes, it's bad In general, a lot of those games are either mediocre or honestly above average for the most part. This Denver game was truly just him being straight up bad because of the amount of times he put the ball in harm's way. And it was weird because, once again, I didn't think he was necessarily inaccurate all day either. I I do think he was somewhat accurate in this one. It was just on the passes that he did miss, he was missing very bad into the other team. And honestly, that single-handedly kept this Denver team in the game. It was time and time again where the Chiefs would make up points and work hard to get drives going downfield. And then in the second half, Mahomes almost like took all of that progress away by throwing all the picks that he did. Uh, and I-, I would disagree with you a little bit in the sense that he didn't have any explosive plays in this one. I do think he had a couple of plays that did kind of wow me and were just in general very very beneficial to this team i thought uh he did check down the ball a lot more than i would expect him to mahomes to me just isn't the check down type in general and i guess that's not even a to me thing that's just not the way he plays and for me to see him kind of just get rid of the ball uh, as quick as he did as often as he did i almost thought it was like a denver was able to get in his head and maybe that was what led to all the mistakes he made but yeah by far this was kind of a dark spot on his season of pretty much the rest of the season where he was lights out for a lot of it. We saw a lot of offense. I mean, even in this one, there was a lot of offense, but, uh, it wasn't necessarily efficient. So it takes away from it massively. And yeah, bad game for me.
1: All right. Moving on to the next one against Houston. Mahomes was unbelievable in this one. Um, does have a fumble that takes away from it slightly, but I am still willing to put this one as an elite game. um, the Chiefs kept the ball close to the line of scrimmage, but I when you basically just don't miss a pass and then you do hit on the couple of explosive plays, attempts that you take down the field, um, I, I have to say that's elite. Um, but like I said... The fumble takes away from it a little bit, Um, does end up taking two sacks in this one. So I can't call it one of the best games of the year, but I am very, very much willing to call this one elite. He basically didn't miss a throw in this one and was absolutely slaughtering the Houston defense. And just because of some luck related issues and the way the Chiefs defense was playing, this game was close. But I thought Mahomes was absolutely incredible in this one.
0: Yeah, he followed up one, probably his worst game of the year by far with one of his better ones. He was also absolutely lights out to me. And for me, this game was by far the most accurate I've seen him. And sure, maybe it was that Texans defense kind of being lax and not really covering guys as pretty much anyone else in the league would. But oh my God, was he accurate in this one. And I I also agree that this was more of one of his more... Game manager games, so to speak, because much like two of the other defense, uh, two of the other uh, games we were talking about in that Raiders game, and I believe the Rams game, this Texans team was far, far overmatched in this one. They had no chance of stopping this Chiefs defense, and they decided we're just going to drop back and let Mahomes do what he wants to do underneath. And he did exactly that. Like PD mentioned, not a single pass missed. It was time and time again. He was just killing them all underneath. We saw him have great synergy with not only Kelsey, but even Juju in this one. Even Jarek McKinnon got in the action a lot. And it was more one of those games where it wasn't him spreading the ball necessarily as much, but just exposing matchups, which he knew he could go to just consistently. Uh, And I'd say there were the two sacks in this game were mostly his fault. The Texans weren't really getting any pressure and it was him kind of just doing a bit too much. But aside from that, literally zero other mistakes. So for me, just very elite game.
1: All right, moving on to the next one, this one against Seattle. Um, And this one was a little up and down for me. So the consistency of the offense wasn't the greatest. Um, And Mahomes did only take one sack and wasn't under very much pressure, but I thought that um, he was holding on to the ball quite a bit. Um, Does make a couple of explosive plays down the field, but he does have turnover-worthy play, plus a fumble in this one, so that's going to take away from his impact quite a bit. Um, So the positives were there, but avoiding the negatives wasn't the most clean um, for the day. Um, And for that, I have to call this only above average.
0: Uh I think I'm a little bit higher on this game cuz I guess I disagree with a couple of things. Uh there I do think this was definitely a step below some of his other really good games that we've seen on this stretch that honestly since that Niners game he he's been on a Insane tear aside from that Denver game. And to me, that was a little bit of a step below from that, but still not a massive step. I think his accuracy was the biggest thing here for me. I thought he dropped off a little bit accuracy wise. And to me, it was because that Seattle secondary just has a lot of athletes, a lot of long quick guys and Mahomes did struggle a little bit to fit it into tighter windows and whatnot in that game but aside from that where i disagree is the mistakes to me i didn't have a turnover worthy play here and uh, i maybe i missed it but i wasn't uh didn't think he fumbled in this game either uh he only took one sack in a game where i think seattle really brought pressure to him because they were honestly trying to go for that win And they did a decent job defensively in limiting them uh, in terms of scoring points and getting yards, but the offense just wasn't able to keep up still. Uh, They had a poor showing. Uh, For me, even though there weren't really any uh, deep plays downfield necessarily coming in consistently, I think this is another one of those games where... Kelsey just took over against a very weak linebacker core of the Seahawks. I think they had nobody to cover Kelsey, and he was just mauling them over the middle of the field, and Mahomes was just able to get it to him consistently and have good offense. And for me, this was a pretty strongly above-average good performance. It wasn't an elite category or anything like that, but uh, nothing for me taking away from this game that significantly.
1: All right, so let's get into this Week 17 game against Denver. Um, and I think the box score is very positive for Mahomes in this one, Um, but I thought that the scheme was very, very helpful in this one, and um, the interception that he did throw wasn't the prettiest, Um, so I think that overall, I would consider this one um, slightly above average, no sacks, um, a few hiccups here and there with ball placement, Um, but aside from that, um, yeah, the only thing really taking away from me is the lack of, self-generated explosives. So, um, yeah, I would call this one solidly above average.
0: And I guess kind of keeping with the theme of what we've been talking about with the season, for me, games like this, once again, I'm viewing them a little bit better because it was similar to some of those other games we talked about. Yeah, the Denver did come out with a good defensive scheme. This has kind of been a good defense all year with a pretty good secondary to match up against, I'd say, this Chiefs receiving core as well. So I would also agree with you that, that the Chiefs game plan coming in was to go shorter, or even if things did go deep, it was more a product of good blocking and good yak yards rather than Mahomes making a bunch of big explosive plays. But kind of similar to what I've said with the other games where this was the case, I still think that even if it's necessarily not Mahomes generating those plays and it's kind of the game plan making it happen, it's because Mahomes has to adjust his game because the Broncos, another familiar opponent, kind of like we've seen with the Raiders uh, in this season, are just completely staying back. And Mahomes doesn't really have the opportunity to create those deep plays. Uh, and he did go deep in times where he had the opportunity. There was one uh, deep pass to uh, Kadarius Toney, Uh, There was one kind of deeper going pass to Jarek McKinnon, but even that was, I guess, more uh, on Jarek McKinnon, but he did do an amazing uh, job of just once again slicing and dicing that intermediate range of the field, kind of taking advantage of the Broncos linebackers in this game, not really being 100%. And it was another one of those games where Kelsey didn't take over. He was going to all his guys. Uh, I'd agree with you that the interception was his fault, but with no other real interception where the throws, no fumbles, even against a pretty good front seven, he didn't take any sacks or even didn't really seem under pressure all day. So that pick and kind of the lack of, I guess you could say, the explosiveness takes this from being like something like an elite game, much lower to just above average good game for me, but still far away from like, a mediocre or something because he does do a lot of good.
1: All right. Moving on to the next one, um, at Vegas in this one, and this one, a little bit of a weird one. Um, but I would say Mahomes homes played really, really well. Um, definitely lower volume as they were definitely just trying to get the win and, and protect, um, uh, in this one, um, does take two sacks and does have a turnover worthy play, but I thought he was generating a ton of positives and pushing the ball down the field really well. So, um, yeah that's that's where the positive nature of this game comes into me um and for me, this one ended up as a solidly above average performance
0: yeah I'd agree with you there for the most part for this game for me uh, I've said it with a lot of these other quarterbacks, and this was very similar and as one of those games you kind of have to take with a grain of salt because kind of the situation here I mean the chiefs were I believe, confirmed the one seed at this point. They had nothing to play for. Obviously, the Raiders had nothing to play for. And with Jared Stidham starting quarterback, the Chiefs kind of just took an early lead and kept it. They didn't necessarily have to do anything to put themselves in a better position than they were coming into the game. Uh, so they did run the ball more than passing, which is incredible considering it's this Chiefs team. And Mahomes really just kept it simple. They weren't really trying to expose anything going before going into the playoffs. This Raiders team, who has a lot of holes, gave up a, a, a lot of points very early on. And the Chiefs really didn't have to do much. But in his role, which even though it was limited, I thought Mahomes was pretty good. Uh, he was, once again, very accurate. I think he did a good job of... He didn't really go deep or wasn't explosive aside from that one uh, nearly 70 yard pass to Justin Watson, uh, which I thought was impressive, but the rest of the game, he was keeping it short, intermediate, uh, not really doing anything out of the ordinary, but within this kind of limited role he had, he didn't make any mistakes because when he's not really being aggressive, you see that Mahomes accuracy really coming into play because it gets kind of underrated in most games. But in this games where he's not taking the aggressiveness, he was pretty accurate, Uh did take two sacks, which I didn't think were the best, but in general, still a good game. And that's why I've still got it above average.
1: All right. So let's move on to these playoff games and Starting off with the first one against Jacksonville. So Mahomes gets significantly injured in this one. um, Jumps up in the air to throw a pass and lands on his lineman, um, turning his ankle in the process. uh, Leaves the game for a drive and doesn't really look the greatest, generally kind of dragging his leg around. Um, And even with that, I would say he generated a ton of positives. um, Didn't put the ball in harm's way for any turnover that he plays. So all in all, I can't call this um a great performance because the movement was just so limited uh, but if you wanted like do some mental curving for the injury and stuff like that then yeah i could call this a, a strong performance um uh, but just from an evaluation standpoint how well he played injury and all i would just say this is like slightly above average
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned that mental curving because that's honestly how I look at this game. I'd agree with you that at face value, this is probably just a solid above average game if you look at how he played. But if you kind of take into the context of the injury, uh, I thought this game was pretty incredible for Mahomes. Uh, When you consider the fact that it was an injury that I'd say majority of Players in general, let alone quarterbacks, just simply wouldn't play through it. I believe it was a high ankle sprain or something of that sort. And even as you saw the play happen in real time, uh, you Mahomes right away just wasn't able to walk. He was limping on the sideline, even on the field, PD, as PZ mentioned, even once he had whatever painkiller they put in him, he was still kind of dragging his leg. It was very obvious he was not 100%. And the fact that he was not only able to play through that, but keep this lead against a very very impressive hot Jaguars team coming off the incredible second half upset we saw in the week prior and kind of just the second half of their season was really good with Mahomes being able to tough through that in a big playoff game which obviously led to them well, we know what happened towards the end of the season. So for me, in that right, it was an incredible performance. Uh, But yeah, on the field, it was kind of just above average. I'd say Uh, he was once again very, very accurate in this one. Uh, I think because of that injury, he always starts out by not really targeting deep. I mean, at least with this season, because... He kind of needs to set that up with this offense, and we didn't really see him attack as much as we would have liked because he was very limited with movement for most of the game, uh, and despite that, still able to not take any sacks, Not really felt uh, it didn't really feel like any time he was under pressure a lot because of how quick he was getting rid of the ball. I feel like Mahomes kind of dove into his game manager bag almost in this game because it was pretty clear we wouldn't be able to see any Mahomes magic in this one. There was no chance of that. The Jaguars knew that, and despite that, he just stood in the pocket, was very accurate, uh, delivered a lot of big-time throws, including uh, including a drive that essentially won them this game. So, major props to him for toughing through that, and for that reason, it adds to it a lot, especially given the situation for me.
1: All right, moving on to the next one, this one against Cincinnati, and... Um, I would be willing to call this one an elite game, um, but there's like this one hiccup wildly out of nowhere in the fourth quarter, late in the close game, where Mahomes just loses the ball, throws it backwards um, out of nowhere. Um, and yeah, that, that was a pretty horrible play, um, probably one of the worst of the season. Um, and it's a pretty significant downgrade to his impact on this game, but I still thought he played a very, very good game overall. Tons of explosives down the field, um, even though that the Chiefs were trying to keep the ball closer to the line of scrimmage because of the way the Bengals were defending. Um, I will say Mahomes um, did take a little too much pressure for my liking, but, um, man, the explosive plays were really impressive, um, and just the one turnover-worthy play, albeit very ugly. Um, so I came together and called this one a very, very good game.
0: Man, I think that's just a little bit harsh on him. I I agree completely that, like, That play is super, super ugly, and you never want to see that, especially in that moment. But it's not like him being ultra-aggressive and doing too much throwing the pick, or even with the fumble, it wasn't him, like, just simply the ball getting hit out of him. It slipped out of his hands, and for me, that, like that gives him a little bit more leeway there because aside from that, he was pretty much incredible the rest of the way. Uh, Mahomes kind of took off. I guess you could say the training wheels on this one. I feel like he wasn't as like conservative and dink and donkey as we've seen him for a lot of this season, because obviously it's a big game against a pretty tough defense. He's got to put up as much points as he needs. And I thought he was a little bit more aggressive and quick to get rid of the ball. I thought he was very accurate once again. I I also thought the sacks he had in this game, it was more similar to not what we've seen a lot of the year, but a couple of games, which I talked about, were more just the Chiefs offensive line kind of just getting – beaten and him taking sacks I didn't think it was him really trying to do too much and in a game where the run game was almost non-existent and Mahomes had the entire offense on his shoulders uh, he delivered for what I thought was almost drive after drive very accurate I'd say even could be better if you took away some of the drops or miscues that happened in this game Uh, and he kind of like he did the rest of the year dominated the intermediate range of the field Uh, it just felt like almost every drop back it was like a 12 15 yard completion uh it's Mahomes was just super super consistent in this game and even on top of that generated a couple of explosive plays here and there for me to put it in the elite tier uh I understand the sentiment with the fumble but it doesn't nearly uh enough take away from me uh when you consider all of the other things he did in this game and I know this is also something you don't take into account as much but I think kind of given the situation too uh with it being the afc championship game and him in almost every play that he intended to make in terms of whether it was throwing the ball uh or whatever he was doing really it all ended up in positive so for me this is still an elite game
1: all right moving on to the final game that we're going to discuss for all quarterbacks this year um
0: Mm the homes
1: against philly in the super bowl And although this one was very much a low-volume game, uh, Mahomes was really, really good in this one, man. Um, He was super accurate, super efficient, didn't take any sacks, and was super impactful as a scrambler. And that becomes even more impressive when you consider that he re-injured his ankle in this one. Um, So the fact that he was doing so much damage on the ground, especially in that second half, critical clutch scramble late in the game for a game-winning drive, like super impressive stuff fighting through the pain. Um, probably not the most impressive thing in terms of generating explosives down the field, but just consistent intermediate chunks, um, in the passing attack. And that, that part of the game was very impressive. And then the scrambling was super impressive. So both those things combined to make this one an elite performance, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, surprisingly enough, because I thought you might be a little bit lower on this performance, I agree. And uh, before I get into this performance, one thing I failed to mention on the last week that made this more elite uh, was what you talked about just now with the ankle, because in that Bengals game, it was only a week after where he injured it pretty severely versus the Jags. It was still pretty evident that it was affecting him there, and he still was able to play through it. And like Petey mentioned in this game, in fact, I feel like he came in 100% into the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, he re-injured it once again for a little bit. It almost felt like Oh, no, maybe the Eagles just kind of get away with this one because of this Mahomes injury. And Mahomes just didn't let that slide and was very, very good in this one, even though he wasn't necessarily as good as the opposing quarterback Jalen Hurts because of all the explosives Jalen made in this game. Mahomes was just super, super consistent, very, very clean performance. performance in every single pass he made on this one I felt was good and was a positive I mean you can see just even from the plain completion percentage how accurate he was but if you really watched it it felt like every single pass was just delivered with very, very very precisely on the money uh gave them opportunity for plenty of yak yardage uh I don't think in in terms of volume he was super impactful in the rushing game but he had a lot of uh Very important runs in this one, including that 26 yarder on one of those very important drives. And that was also after that angle injury. So major props to him, even for being able to push through that once again. And this just seemed like one of those games where him and Kelsey were in sync, uh, even though it wasn't one of their highest volume games. I think this was one of their best Tandem kind of games because Mahomes was making every throw very well. Kelsey was getting open and running very crisp sprouts. Uh, Mahomes was also getting big completions to guys like Juju and like Justin Watson down the stretch. Uh, this was just a very complete game from Mahomes. I know there definitely have been better games in terms of highlight plays, in terms of a, what you could call Mahomes' magic because he's just one of those players that has a lot of those moments. But to me, this game was just very, very clean. He got the job done very effectively. And it, it, it obviously worked out because they won the Super Bowl. So major props to him for that.
1: All right. So let's talk about this 2023 Chiefs team, um, talk about their team and scheme. And obviously, um, Andy Reid being, in my opinion, the best head coach in the league, best play designer in the league, Um he fixes so much that's going on with the Chiefs. Um, it's pretty incredible. He he's able to squeeze the juice out of every little skill set that he can. When Kadarius Tony was on the field as a former failed Giants receiver, he was doing good things with him. With Juju, like extremely well used in his role, and then Travis Kelsey, obviously, um, probably doesn't need too much maximization, but he is maximized in his role. So. Every complaint that we might have with the personnel of the Chiefs, um, Andy Reid can sprinkle sprinkle some magic pixie dust over and it'll probably look fine. Um, But let's actually get into the personnel. So with the Chiefs, um, with Kadarius, Tony, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, um, and Sky Moore, it doesn't look that good, but that's because their number one receiver is Travis Kelsey. Um, Kelsey recently had an injury, um, according to reports, so we'll see um, where that goes. But I I think that the Chiefs have... Um, Some interesting young pieces, Um, I didn't mention Rasheed Rice or Richie James, but these are like younger developing guys who I could see becoming starting level guys this year. Um, And those are interesting complements with what I think is a top five weapon in the NFL in Travis Kelsey. Um, And that serves to create a decent receiving core. Um, And then along the offensive line, they're very strong. Um, Donovan Smith as a reclamation project I like. Um, and then the interior of Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, and Trey Smith is as good as any in the NFL. Um, and then Jawan Taylor as another reclamation project. I like the idea there. Um, and they have decent depth with guys like Lucas Niang, um, who have a bunch of reps in the league. So um, the Chiefs have a bunch of solid pieces on the offense, combined with their superstars um, in Mahomes and Travis Kelsey um, and Creed Humphrey to an extent. So um, there's a good infrastructure here um, for a strong offense, but obviously Mahomes Breed and Kelsey are the ones that really make it go. Um, and yeah with the Kelsey injury, we'll see how that uh, affects the team. but um, if he's to miss any any extended time, the receiving core looks pretty ugly because it's just a bunch of kind of starterish type of players.
0: Yeah, I think for the most part, I really, really feel similarly about this Kansas City depth chart. But I think I'm just a little bit maybe on the side of concern with it because I also agree about Andy Reid. Andy Reid, obviously one of the best coaches in the league. I think I'd agree with you in saying he's the best Uh, as far as what what's going on right now. And we always see all the wacky play designs he has. I think in terms of gutsiness, no one else is calling Some of the things he's calling there. And I think... Ever since they've come together, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed have kind of been a match made in heaven because the style of offense Andy Reed runs, Mahomes is kind of just the perfect player for that. And I feel like the Chiefs are also very smart in the way they bring in talent when you talk about running backs, receivers, because they know they have their couple stars on that offense to make it go. And then the rest just need to specialize in certain skill sets, almost like what we saw with... Tom Brady, his whole career, uh, with the receivers the Patriots were bringing in. They didn't necessarily need a star all the time because they could bring in multiple receivers to do specific jobs and it would end up working out. Uh, But with that being said, I still think at face value, a lot of what they have isn't the best right now. Like If we look at the running back room, talking about guys like Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, CEH... I mean, in the case of McKinnon and CEH, they're failed starting running backs, kind of there for a role right now. And Pacheco obviously does show a lot of promise, but I don't think anyone's ranking Isaiah Pacheco anywhere in like the top half of running backs in this league. Overall, this room does... I guess, do its job of being there as a safety blanket for Mahomes, but you're not going to see a good run game consistently out of this team. And I guess the Chiefs don't run the ball that much. So you don't need it, but kind of a little bit of area for concern as always. But well, we've seen the Chiefs deal with it before. They'll probably deal with it the same uh, again. And same thing with the receivers here. I think guys like MVS, Sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony, they do fit into this Chiefs scheme. They have the skill sets with in terms of speed and separation. And most importantly, I think for all of them, being able to catch the ball and make people... Uh, miss in space. I think mainly Kadarius Tony is, I guess, that type of guy and MVS and Sky Moore are the kind of guys you're going to send deep to take the top off your defense and hopefully get deep shots from Mahomes at some point. Uh, I also agree that they do have guys like Rasheed Rice, Richie James who can kind of do that same Kadarius Tony role. Justin Watson kind of in the MVS Sky Moore mold. So they do have guys who could maybe play uh, the roles that you expect out of a Chiefs offense. But they don't have someone like a Tyreek Hill, who is just an elite receiver, who can just get a catch for you at any point in time, or even anybody I'd consider remotely a wide receiver one. So once again, this is another group who Mahomes will really have to stretch the talent out of to make work, or Andy Reid will really have to make uh, uh, do with this talent. Uh, Kelsey, obviously, you could argue is the best tight end at his position of all time or I said tight end at his position, best player at his position of all time. Uh, Obviously, best tight end in the league by far for many years. I have no problems with him. I think even their depth at tight end is good. Uh, The only issue right now is that injury that literally happened today. Uh, Earlier today, I practiced for Kelsey. I believe he's only going to be out a week or two. I know his ACL is intact, so... Hopefully things don't go well, The a, anything bad happens. Obviously, Kelsey's a little bit older now. These injuries are a little bit more of concern. But I think as long as Kelsey's there, this offense will still go as planned. Uh, I think these first couple of weeks without Kelsey, though, are going to be very interesting and are really going to show what Mahomes is made of, I guess. Maybe even get him off to a poor start to start the season because I don't know how he's going to make do with uh, the current weapons he has around him. And I'd also agree with you with the offensive line. I think this is a good unit for Mahomes going into it. Obviously, you would like the offensive lines they had in years prior, with like having Orlando Brown at left tackle, and or at least someone at left tackle who is solidified at his position. Obviously, their tackles in general, with Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor, are a little bit up in the air right now, but kind of similar to what I said with the other positions. I think Mahomes is one of those quarterbacks that can make it work with maybe some offensive line holes, uh, as well as the fact that a lot of players go to this chief system and just succeed. And this includes offensive linemen. Uh, and obviously their interior offensive line is still very, very good. Creed Humphrey, arguably being the best center in the league, at least he's my best center in the league going into next year. Uh, I think they're going to be very, very good. And for me, this unit in general kind of goes to show how good Mahomes is. Because when we talked about almost all of these other quarterbacks in this elite tier, all pretty much all of them had at least multiple guys, you would say, and go, okay, they're really good at their position. Uh, I don't think I can say that about anybody other than Travis Kelsey. And granted, Travis Kelsey is really 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 good and probably the best number one option you could have for anybody in the league right now but when you look at all of the other talent he has in terms of running backs receivers even to some extent the offensive line i think it's kind of wild he's been able to stretch this talent and i think this year is going to be huge for mahomes and reed really being able to make what they have work around them
1: all right let's get into the juicy stuff Uh um This is probably not going to be that juicy because we know. Yeah,
0: we've done all the other episodes.
1: But um, Mahomes, um, how he's going to project for this year. So at his 50th percentile outcome, he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, That should be apparent with his ranking here um, being number one. Uh, It's more interesting to dive into the other outcome. So at his 25th percentile outcome, I still think he's um, a top two quarterback in the league. Um, maybe you can push it down to three if you're higher on Burrow or Allen or someone of that ilk, but I still think that, um, even with a big chunk taken off his game, um, he would still be one of the very best quarterbacks in the league. Um, even if he was dealing with some sort of accuracy issues, some sort of pickups like he was in the 2021 season, not to that degree, because that was pretty rough, but, um, something in between what he was dealing with in 2021 and 2019, um, I still think that can be um a top two quarterback assuming health um and then at the 0th percentile outcome we've seen 2021 where he doesn't look quite that good in my opinion um and i think it can get a little bit worse than that so at the very very worst i still see him being a Pro Bowl level quarterback um, but i do think he's a little bit more susceptible to accuracy issues when um he gets injured in specific places um and I think that it's possible that he could be dealing with something um, again this year. He's been frequently injured in the past, and he just kind of plays, it, plays through it um, because he is the most important player for this team and probably for the league. Um, so he, he just kind of plays through everything. Um, at the higher-end outcomes, we're not anymore talking about whether he's the best quarterback in the league, obviously. Um, it's about where his season would be all-time. Um, at the 75th percentile outcome, I could see him flirting with like a top – 15-ish season of all time, Um, I think that him winning MVP back-to-back is very much in the cards, um, and that's not something that you should say lightly, because um, MVP voters don't want to award the guy with back-to-back MVPs. It's really, really hard to do so, Um, and so I think he's one of the rare talents in the history of the game at the position who can actually do it, Um, and then at the 100th percentile outcome, I think it's very possible that he has one of the very best seasons of all time, maybe. Top three, top five season like that's that's in the cards at this point. He's shown drastic improvements in areas of his game that were considered kind of somewhat flaws by people um, in years prior to twenty twenty two. And if we see an improvement to his conditioning and his athleticism to the way that it was in twenty eighteen, not not to say that he's no longer um, s- still not an elite athlete, but um, it's not. To the 2018 level, where he was maybe the most athletic quarterback I've ever seen. So, if you could combine those two skills, those two styles of skill set, um, I think one of the great seasons of all time is potentially in the cards. But um, that's why it's a high end outcome.
0: Yeah, I think it's no surprise where I'm going to put him here, not only given the fact that this is the last quarterback we're talking about and we're going in reverse order, but also the fact that this entire episode, I think it's been pretty evident that I am huge on Mahomes and I call this guy my goat because for me... I think Patrick Mahomes in terms of what he's done so far in his career and in terms of what I've watched, this is by far the best start of all time. And I think, some of the times of watching him, I could see he's, I could say he's been the best quarterback of all time that I've watched. And I have seen a lot of prime Brady seasons, prime Breeze, Manning, Rodgers. All of the people that we just saw are kind of coming to the end of their careers, or in, for the most part have come to the end of their careers. I think right now and what we'll see out of Mahomes could very easily be the best of what we've seen. And for that reason, I think it's no surprise. His 50th percentile outcome is going to be the best in the league. I think he was pretty easily that last year. Uh, I also agree that that 21, 21 season necessarily was not his best. He was nowhere near one for me either. But I think there's a very good argument for almost every year of his career, other than that one, that he could be... One, potentially. Uh, I think obviously some are better than others because 2018 and 2022 it was kind of unanimous. And coming off that unanimous year, I think 50th percentile here, I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes uh, being number one. In terms of the 0th percentile outcome or the low-end outcome here, I'm a little bit higher than you, as expected. Uh, I really don't think someone of his caliber of play, unless major injuries are involved, which... I I think if major injuries are involved to a point where he's any lower than QB3, QB4, I may not even take it into account because at that point, I think he probably would be out for the most part in the season. And I think if he's playing and dealing with injuries, the lowest I could see him go is QB3. I think He's just shown way too much last season, shown too much development in this game. I think the reason in 2021 he had kind of a dip is because uh, we were seeing a change in the way Patrick Mahomes needed to play because I think his arm strength went a little bit down. His athleticism isn't as good. They honestly wanted to keep him more in the pocket because the Chiefs can't afford to have an injured Mahomes at any point, really. Uh, So I think he had to adapt to playing more in the pocket, play more underneath, not have to rely on all these deep throws. And I took it, it took a year for him to figure that out. And now I think that now that he has those skills, whether he picks up little injuries here and there, as we saw in the playoffs last year, whether he has those sort of things happen to him, I think he's got that base skill set to be able to still be that super elite quarterback to the point where he's a top three guy, no matter what the scenario is. And I don't see four or five of the guys we've just talked about getting better than Patrick Mahomes next year. And the hundredth percentile outcome, I think is very similar to where you were having in PD. I think he could absolutely have one of the greatest seasons of all time next year. That's at this point, uh, very easily a realistic ceiling for him. I think he's pretty much the only quarterback in the league right now who could do that. And I, I would say that 2018 season is already one of the greatest of all time in terms of quarterback uh, play. I don't know if you would agree or disagree. And for me, since he's uh, evolved so much as a pure passer in terms of a pocket passer, I think he could absolutely do a lot more damage this year than he did in previous years with that. Uh, and I think he's still got a little bit of that playmaking ability in him, or maybe I'd say a little bit is even stretching it. I think he's still 75-ish uh, percent of that player he was in 2018 in terms of athleticism, arm talent, et cetera. And I think he absolutely could tap into that as well as his new, uh, newly- kind of earned skills he's made and combine it to make one of the greatest seasons of all time. Uh, The only thing that's going to hold me back from really thinking that's a realistic possibility is I think we need current Mahomes with Tyreek Hill and Kelsey in order to make that happen. I just don't see him being able to produce the volume of stats and volume of offense with only Kelsey. And as we kind of discussed with their depth chart, not really a whole lot going on outside of Kelsey. Uh, I think we may have to even wait a couple of years where Mahomes' contract isn't worth as much and they could kind of, towards the end of the year's, end of his career, bring in another receiver one. I feel like we see that with a lot of these uh, all-time great quarterbacks where early in their career they have this elite receiver and then the middle meat of their career you see them get that big contract and they're, they they kind of have to cut having a all time great receiver on the roster. We've seen it with a lot of these guys. And maybe Mahomes kinda of falls into that right now where he can't have that all time greatest season of all time. But uh if Kelsey is still as good as he has been, it's still kinda on the cards.
1: All right. That'll be all from us in this one. Make sure likely are ready rating do what you need to do on whatever platform that you're listening on. That'll be all from me. That'll be all from Potty. We'll see you guys in the next one. That'll be our week one preview. So make sure to be on the lookout for that later today or tomorrow. Right.
0: Yup. See you guys soon. And make sure to watch in two days the greatest player to ever touch a football field. All right. Uh, Kick off the 2023 season.
1: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace.